What's up, Intuitive Sheepdogs? Welcome to the Intuitive Sheepdog Podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. As always, very excited to be here with you today. Uh, Today, what I want to talk to you about is how to handle your anger and your resentment. And what I want you to know, I'm going to kind of preface this with one thing I don't know if you know about me um, is that before every podcast episode, I ask the universe to speak through me. Tell me what you need to hear the most. And today, this is what came through me. I want to tell you that I've done that on every 97 episodes. We are at episode 97. I'm very, very honored, thrilled, excited about that. Um, so anyways, um, I'm excited to talk to you about this subject. And I think here's why. Here's here's what I want to talk about is because it just seems to be like that is our number one human emotion that we go to is anger because it's easy. And, you know, oftentimes my husband and I, we have these conversations and if you're a police couple, then you'll totally understand this or just a first responder couple, you'll get this. But like we find ourselves going to anger very quickly, very easily. That is, um, you know, that's our number one emotion. We just go there. And because I think in law enforcement, um, it's acceptable. It's like the acceptable emotion, crying and being sad. That's just not acceptable. And, you know, nobody's like, well, I mean, there are people that are just happy all the time, but, um, you know, it's very easy to get frustrated in this job. And so we just kind of let our emotions hang out. (laughs) And so um, anger just seems to be the one that, you know, people, I don't know, it's just, it seems to be accepted in police culture. Um. And I think in society as a whole, like, we just accept that. And so that's like our number one emotion that we go to. Um, So I want to talk to you about it today. I think that what I should highlight is that um, I should finish my conversation with you. Boom. Hang on. So Adam and I, we have these conversations and we're like, you're like, we'll say this to each other. Like, you're getting angry because that's easy. You know the shitbags get angry. Like, that's the only emotion that they show. Sad and anger. Like, that is what they show, right? So they go from being angry, and then when you're about to arrest them, they get really sad. So, so you know, and we, and we remind each other. It's like, that's easy. That's easy. It's easy to do. It's easy to get pissed off. It's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to yell at somebody. It's easy to let your emotions take over. Um, I'm very Italian. I come from an Italian family. That is what my entire family does, everyone you know, lets their emotions take over, you know, yell, fight, and scream, and call everybody, like, every name in the book, and then <laughs> you're expected to get over it. Like, that's just kind of my Italian family culture. Um, we are not the Catholic kind of Italian. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it, it just, again, like, it just kind of gets bred into us. And, and that's what we do is we just get angry. You know, fucking somebody doesn't understand us. We get pissed off. Somebody says something on the internet and we don't like. We are offended and we're pissed off. Our spouses don't understand us or there's miscommunication or they don't do what we think they should be doing or whatever, you whatever, and we're pissed. And... We just, instead of working through problems, we're, we are getting angry. And the thing about us cops is, like, we are problem solvers. Like, that's our job. 
And so I get being like OD'd on that. And I know that on the road, you know, a good cop doesn't let their emotions get the best of them. Um, And we know that. We've been taught that, right? And what we think that means is we think that letting our emotions get the best of us means we're not, not to feel anything except anger because anger is accepted. And that's, that's false. What that means is not to lose your head. It means to just work through the problem. Every situation is different, but it's the exact same. And you know it. If you've been a cop for any length of time, then you know what I'm saying. Every, every call you go to is a little bit different, but it's the exact fucking same. And so you have to be very cognizant that you do not lose your head and that you do not let your emotions get the best of you. And instead of getting angry, see the problem for actually what it is. Yeah, I had a a client of mine. She's a police officer um, and she's amazing. And I've talked about her before. And she calls me last night and she says, "I, I need to tell you something. I said, okay, tell me. And we're talking about a female who very squared away, very type A, um, a lot like me, um, has been, get, you know, given the short end of the stick, you know, here and there in her job and 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 could very easily be angry and bitter. And, and when I met her, that's where she was. But through um, coaching with me and working, you know, on what I do, you know, spirituality, her mindfulness, her resiliency through working on all of that, she's really changed her outlook and she's changed her life. And, um, she says to me, she said, look, I had this call and and I just want to talk to you about it. And I said, okay. She tells me about this call. Well, it wasn't a call. It was a stop. So she, she stopped this vehicle for speed. It was, it was going really fast, but then it also had another violation and it was a turn, turn signal violation. And so she gets up to the car and she kind of already made her mind up. She's like, look, I'm, I'm giving you a ticket before she even like got to the car. She's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to give him a ticket, but you know, to, you know, I'll, I'll help them out and not give them the speeding violation. That's going to, that's going to send their uh, insurance like through the roof. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I have to, I have to ticket them and it's going to be for, you know, the turn signal, blah, 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 which is discretion. And to each officer, they get to do their thing, own thing. And guess what? We've all done that. I can't tell you how many times I've stopped a vehicle for speed and I, I fucking write them for insurance because in the state of Maine, um, you they can, if they have insurance on their vehicle at the time that I write it, all they have to do is send in to the state a proof of their insurance and the whole thing goes away. So like I was out there looking good. I'm out there writing citations. I'm doing my thing, but I'm also helping these people. I was deterring them. Like, you know, I was stopping them for speed. They got scared, you know, because when typically when you get caught doing something you're not supposed to do, it deters you from ever doing it again (laughs) or doing it for a little while anyways. And, and so, um, we've all done that. And she says, and this woman complete meltdown on me. She, like she was telling me how she was so angry and wild at her. And she like the woman who she stopped, like, even though she helped her out and was like, Hey, like, listen, these are your two violations. I'm only writing you for one. And I'm writing you for the lesser of one that's going to impact you. So heads up. And so she, but the woman wasn't hearing it and she just went nuts. And, and she was like, she like essentially kind of like threw the, um, the citation book, you know, back at this officer and she pressed so hard that it went through like everything. So like when, when you press and sign your name, 
cops know, you know, you have to press and it has, it goes through, it depends on which state, but five to seven pieces of paper, um, till you get to the ticket. Well, this woman pressed so hard that her signature showed up clearly on that last piece of paper, which is the hard piece of paper, which you give, um, to the person who committed the crime or the, or the violation. And so, so she was needless to say, she was really angry. Now this officer in this moment, this officer chose to see this woman's light instead of going and, and she felt the anger. She felt the frustration she wanted. You know, she was very angry, very frustrated, but instead of feeling all of that, <clears throat> she put it where it needed to be. And she saw the light in this woman and, and, and don't ask me how, because all of us are like, you know, and she told me, she goes, I told her how you're treating me. This is a completely unacceptable. You cannot treat an officer this way. You know, and she told her and the woman <clears throat> ended up breaking down because this officer took time to talk with her and I'm not, listen to me. I am not telling you how to do your job. Every, every officer does their own job. They do it differently. And honestly, I respect all of you. I don't care. I, I, we, it takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. I'm just telling you the story. And she, and, um, and, and so anyway, so this, this, this woman like ends up breaking down and having a conversation with this officer tells this officer, you know, I'm already late for work and something happened to her. And like, it, she was already really upset. And so when the officer stopped her, it was just the icing on the cake, but she was so angry and frustrated. She couldn't communicate that to this officer. And, um, and, and it just sent this woman over the top. Well, guess what? This officer spent 30 minutes roadside and, and she was like, they, she ended up being pulled over like right in front of her work. And this officer walked her into her work. <laughs> so that woman, so like the woman could like, I don't know. I think this officer like talked to this woman's boss and was like, Hey, look, like she's late. It's kind of my fault. It's her fault, but it's my fault and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and anyways, but at the end of it, this woman gave the officer like three hugs a kiss on the cheek and just apologized deeply and was like, you took the time to listen to me. I think I just needed someone to talk to. And like, you really listened and it, it really, like, I'm really freaking sorry. Like I totally deserve everything. I, I totally deserve both, you know, both citations. I'm glad you're not giving it to me, but I do b deserve both of them. And I'm incredibly sorry. And you didn't deserve, you know, what I, what I gave you and, and, and stuff like that. And the attitude I gave you and, and that officer came to me and she felt so good. And she's like, look, like, I'm not saying I'm going to do this to everybody, but on this day we weren't, you know, I didn't have a ton of calls and, and I just trusted my intuition. And, and she said, she's like, I've been meditating. I've been journaling. I've been doing the things. And because I've been doing all that, I've been able to feel my emotions deeply. I've been able to listen to my, my gut, you know, on a deeper level than I ever have been. And, you know, um, and it really, it really changed the path of this situation and for this woman and this experience. And it was, and it was really meaningful for me. And, and she even said, she goes, I wanted, you don't even know, like I wanted to ream her out. Like I wanted to, you know, call her, you know, do the thing. Like, you don't get to treat me this way, blah, blah, blah. And like jam her right up. She's like, but I controlled, you know, I really felt the emotions deeper than anger. And, and, and listen, you guys, like, I'm just telling you this story because I just think it was so impactful. It was really recent. I just got the phone call last night. So it was really recent. And 
And and the thing is, is we can all relate to it. If you're an officer, you can relate to it. And hell, maybe even if you're not an officer, but you've been stopped, you can relate to it because we, there's officers who'll take the time that'll do to do this. And there's officers that won't. And again, I'm not each, to each officer, it's your own, you know, um, you're your own officer. And I'm, I would never, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. I'm not going to tell you how to do police work. I am suggesting that you get in touch with your own emotions and that you get in touch with your own anger and your resentment. Um, anger and resentment will kill you. Um, so what I believe, so my teacher, Gabby Bernstein, she's been on this podcast. She talks about how that there's only two emotions, love and fear. That's it. And so if you are not, if you are in any emotion other than love, you are in fear and that includes anger. And so you need to ask yourself, what the fuck am I afraid of? This week, um, I want to tell you a little story about me is so, um, you know, I'm not full-time on the road anymore. You know, you guys know that. And so what I am is a full-time entrepreneur, full-time business owner, and my business is my passion and it's essentially being an advocate for you, being a spiritual teacher for you, um, getting out there, getting into police departments, talking, um, you know, having the hard conversations, uh, getting in contact with different chiefs and department heads and officers and, and really changing the culture, changing the the dynamics in law enforcement. Uh, we need that. We have an epidemic. You, you've heard me talk about it over and over. I think we're at 225 officers that have, um, taken their lives this year. So, we, you know, we, we are in an epidemic, we are in a situation. And so, um, I, that is what I do. So I also, you know, I'm an adjunct instructor. So I teach criminal justice at the college level. Um, I am an, a part-time police officer in the state of Maine. And essentially, like I've told you a thousand times, I do community policing. Like that's it, <laughs> which is cool, but it's just to help keep my, uh, to keep my certifications. You know, I worked really hard, went through an 18 week living academy, it would have sucked to lose all my certifications. So, um, so that's cool. Um, what I've been going through. So being an entrepreneur is hard. And, and, it, and, and let me just tell you this is when I was a cop, I would, I would literally tell myself constantly, nobody understands. Nobody understands. You don't understand me. Nobody understands. And the thing is, is you're right. Nobody does. Nobody understands. And um, nobody understands you. Nobody understands me. And you're 100% right. But there are other jobs that are hard in different ways. Being an entrepreneur is hard in a different way. It's hard in a much different way than um, being you know, and not being a police officer. And so I faced my own adversity this week and the adversity was myself. I became extremely angry. I wasn't even sure why. I just became extremely, extremely angry. I was really upset. I was really angry. So, so angry. And meditation, now reading a book, Nope, nothing was getting me through this anger. It didn't matter. I was talking to people, I was listening to my self-help book, everything. What fixed it was I took a nap. <laughs> I reset my vibes. 
Sometimes that's really important to do. Sometimes that's what we need to do. Anyways, the anger that I felt was because I was afraid. But I wasn't willing to admit that I was afraid of anything. And then I became afraid of whatever. I was afraid of putting myself out there. I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid to be this voice, to step out, to do this thing. Because what I'm doing is very different. It's very different. I'm sitting here telling cops. I'm telling, you know, I'm telling police officers, police chiefs, like, look, we need to bring in, like, spirituality into law enforcement. And we need to teach our cops, like, we need to teach them A, B, and C, meditation, mindfulness, um, different tools for their toolbox. We need, we need breathing techniques. We need our officers to see that you care. I mean, I'm literally having meetings with one, twos and threes. And I'm like, yo, like you need to show your officers that you care. And I think, I know you think you've been doing a good job, but statistics tell us that no chief has really been doing a great job at this. And so, I mean, some chiefs are, but you know, I'm, I'm having these conversations and it's scary. It's scary. I plan on writing a book. It's a little scary. You know, I plan on really putting myself out there and, and, and it's scary. And so I felt very angry because I was afraid. So do you kind of see what I'm trying to tell you? Do you see what I'm sharing with you? The fact that my fear was masked as anger and that, and that is, that's the typical, that's typically what we do. Anyways, I took a nap and I just, I napped, I meditated, napped again, and I came out of it. And I was, I, well, I'm not going to sit here and like wake up and tell you I was a fucking 10. <laughs> I was not, but I was no longer like really fully ready to, um, you know, beat everybody up <laughs> and just curse everyone out. And that's where I was. And so the lesson in this, you know, in this episode today, the message is you handle your anger by realizing what it really is, by, by looking, facing it head on, get angry because we don't feel like we're supported. Well, we're actually afraid of, if you go deeper, we're afraid people, they don't are admin. They don't understand us. The city doesn't understand us coworkers. They don't understand us. They don't have my back. I'm afraid because they don't have my back. I'm afraid that I'm going to get jammed up doing my job. I'm afraid that, you know, they don't have my back and shit's going to hit the fan and I'm going to get jammed up. Like I'm afraid of that. Right? Like, so that's the truth. Get angry with your spouse. It's like, well, I'm angry with you because you don't understand, but actually like I'm afraid deep down because like we're growing apart because you don't understand me. Like, you used to understand me, you used to get me and now you don't like, and deep down I'm, I'm a little afraid. Now listen, <laughs> I'm talking to a bunch of type A motherfuckers on this podcast. You aren't going to, you know, you're probably not going to take too kindly to this. And you're going to be like, Autumn, listen, this is a little, uh, little mushy for my, you know, my liking. But I really hope in my heart that you can just understand what I'm saying to you. And you can take a step back and say, okay, what am I, what am I actually afraid of? Because if I'm not in love, I'm in fear. Fear equals anger. What the fuck is going on? And, and really see that, see that, see that in yourself, look for the light in yourself and look for the light in other people. See what they're actually really angry about. Like, you know, get better at asking questions. Like we're cops, man. We, we ask questions all the time. We, we are paid. Our jobs are great because we get paid to be nosy and, 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 and take advantage of that. 
and ask the questions, but get to the bottom of it and just know what I just said. If somebody's not in love, then they're in, they're in fear and that's it. And that's it. Those are the only two emotions, everything else. And I fully believe this. It's just, it's just like a spinoff emotion of love and fear. And so ask yourself that when you're angry, here's some things that you can do. You can definitely journal, write it down. And I know you're like, Autumn, journal. I'm not journaling. Get a fucking notebook, write your thoughts down, burn it after if you don't want anybody to read it. But I'm going to tell you something that is an excellent way of you expressing yourself, getting your thoughts on paper, and you don't have to deal with anybody. A lot of times what we do is we we call up our friends, pull up card car if it's overnights, you know, if we have some time, we bitch with our buddies. Well, we're going to call them up. We're going to call our spouse. We're going to call these people and we're just going to bitch, 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 right? The problem with that is you're just, you're just, the problem is just spinning and spinning out of control like that that's all that is that's the problem is just snowballing so you know don't do that don't bring other people into your already downward spiraling energy don't do that I mean sometimes we need to vent but vent in a way where you're actually open to hearing a solution to the problem or Preface it. Look, I just need to get this off my chest. Don't coach me. Don't tell me what to do. I just need to say this. Boom. Done. Okay. I'm over it. Um, you know, so writing things down, um, listening to positive shit, like listen, throwing on this podcast, throwing on other self-help podcasts, throwing on a self-help book, um, listening to things that actually are going to expand your mind rather than just music. Music is good and it's therapeutic and it has its place, but you don't have to spend your entire shift, your entire week, every, you know, 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week listening to music. (laughs) Do add, you know, listen to something that's going to expand your mind. It's going to change your attitude. Now, listen, sometimes music does that. I know I have a lot of officers that go work out that changes their mind. used to change my husband pretty quickly. It doesn't work that much anymore, but it used to really change his mood. Other things now change his mood. Um, you know, getting outside, doing something different, changing your channel. If you're on the road and you're working and you're really pissed, I'm gonna tell you what I used to do. I used to go and I used to go into stores and I would talk to I would talk to people. I'd go to the schools. I'd talk to the kids. If it was warm out and I'd see kids playing in the street and I'd be all pissed off, admin and everything. I'd call out of my car and go shoot some hoops with these kids. I'd throw a football. I'd just go be around them. It just changed my channel. It just, it gets you out of that negative pattern. And that is what is going to help you to open your mind and be able to receive the guidance or whatever it is that you need to receive to get you out of that shit place. I hope that makes sense to you. Taking a nap when you're off duty, (laughs) unless you're a firefighter, okay? But, you know, if you if you can take a nap, it really resets your vibes. It stops that forward momentum of fuck everybody. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. It really stops that. You take a moment and just take a 20 minute, 30 minute power nap. Get wake back up and you'll and you will you'll feel better. You'll feel better. Um, what I want you to know is is not always one thing that you can do. And I'm gonna tell you, sometimes you just gotta feel it. Sometimes you just gotta go through the motions and be like, yeah, I'm pissed. And here's how I feel. I feel pissed off. I feel like nobody understands me. I feel angry. I feel unloved. I feel unsupported and blah, blah. And like you, you just feel it. But again, like I just shared with you a bunch of different things that you can do as well that will help you. Um, but don't try to shove those emotions down. Don't, 
you know, all of them. Because anger is really fear. So don't really try to shove that down. Just be honest about it. Just be honest. It's it's okay. You didn't you you're pissed off because you're mad at yourself because a call didn't go right, and you didn't do what you you could have done, and it could have went better, and this and that. Okay. Don't be mad at yourself because the truth is, is you you're kind of scared because you're like fuck. Like, am I a good cop? Like, am I always gonna react like this? Like, it, you know, do other people judge me? Like, do other people think like that about me? You know, except like, things like that. The thing is, is that's okay. It's okay that you feel this way, you know, and, and get trained up and, and do better next time. But it doesn't make sense that you beat yourself up and that you're angry with yourself all the time because nothing's going to good, nothing good is going to come from it. And what's going to happen is you're going to displace that anger onto other people. And especially when you're a police officer and you're out there dealing with the public all the time, we do not want to displace our anger. Very important. Very, very important. Okay. If you guys have questions, let me know. I hope you got something out of this podcast um, episode. Again, this is episode number 97. Very honored, very excited to have you here. And to end this podcast episode, I'd like to take a moment of silence um, inspired by my teacher, Gabby Bernstein. And I'd like to leave you and I'd like to leave this episode with a prayer. So if you are in a place to be able to close your eyes, please do that. If you are driving, please don't close your eyes, but just feel into the energy. As I call in our angels, specifically Archangel Michael, the angel of protection to protect all of us, to be with us as we are out there and protecting and serving our communities, be with us, protect us, protect our family. Amen.